We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studio. Rocket Mortgage is with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. We do have the A-team producing this final hour before Zach Gelb will speak to North America. Graceffo and Horowitz are at the CBS Sports Radio Hub in New York City. Do you guys have your power back on there? Yeah, we're good here. Midtown, I think most of Midtown's got uh, their power back. And Graceffo came to work early, a little after 10 o'clock, because in West Manhattan, and with that power outage that everybody uh, was seeing on national TV, he said he didn't have air conditioning, and he had to walk like six blocks before stoplights were working, and that's six city blocks in Manhattan. You're talking about a guy who doesn't do a lot of walking either there, bud. You know? Yeah, you know, he had the no air conditioning. So have you have you had any update? Do you have power back on at your place? I have no clue. We're and, hoping it's on when I get home. And what he's not telling you is the reason he didn't have AC wasn't because the power in his apartment went out. The reason he doesn't have AC is because it's broken and he's too cheap to go out and buy a new unit. That's fair. That's true. So you, when it's 90 degrees, you're just you're in a sweat box there? Got a fan. Oh, a fan. That's nice. What are you? <laughs> fan. Not the fan, a fan. A fan. Yeah, it ain't it ain't doing the job. Uh, why don't you go get your air conditioner fixed? Uh, we're just going to buy a new one. Why not? It's summer. Yeah, I know. Okay? I know, Bill. I could see a beautiful fall day. You want to keep the windows open and that breeze is a nor'easter is coming right through and it's a beautiful, breezy, fall-like wind, but when it's 93 with the smell and stench of New York... Oh, plus I smell, too. If they paid me more around here to hang out with you from <laughs> 12 to 2, you I'd know, buy a new air conditioner. At, at but times, the truth Chris, is, yeah. they, don't, they don't do that. Okay. Why, why do I feel that you're going to be on a CBS 48 Hours special? <laughs> you never know. It could happen. I, I Somebody just, looks at me the wrong way, Bill. Things could happen. I just, Things could escalate. You know, I, I'm going to check my DVR because I always, you know, I uh, like. I think CBS 48 Hours is well done, not just because I'm on CBS. I also like Dateline. You know, Keith Morrison from Dateline can go, ah, the bright lights of the big city. And James Graceffo had no air conditioning. And one day, you know what? When it hit 99 degrees, he snapped. We'll have the story of the big bite out of the Big Apple on Dateline. Well, that's why I love coming to work now, because there's AC here. It's great. Do you come and eat food there, too? <laughs> I mean, I you, wish. If you you food, raid if the employee here, kitchen to see who put food in the refrigerator? We all How do much that. of a dirtbag do you think I am? <laughs> Wait no. a second. You, don't tell me that you've never taken anything out of the employee fridge. Oh, I just Oh, uh, yeah, I have. I, 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 we've all done that, especially if you're working late at night and it's a weekend and you know the food was there on Friday, let's say you worked, and then, like, tonight I noticed that there was a Diet Dr. Pepper that was there Friday when I was doing my statewide show. I grabbed some water, so tonight I'm doing... The national show from the same studio, and I'm like, they won't miss it. They won't miss it at all. <laughs> James is notorious here for he like has a, I think I'm positive he has a black book, like a little black notebook, and he logs how long things have been sitting around, whether it be in the fridge or out in our newsroom. And once it passes, I guess what he feels is acceptable. Ten he minutes. Takes it. 
He's taking a can of soup out of the newsroom. It <laughs> was staying there. No a, one was claiming a it. book. Not like he reads. He's taking it. He's he's probably the worst person here for that. I got to tell you something. If people are bringing canned food to eat at CBS, they need to up the pay scale. <laughs> well, yeah, I, we established that with you. All I established well, I that with see, you three minutes ago. I could see. Griselva goes, uh, cheese balls, third desk over, been there for 27 hours. <laughs> we got to keep this clock, you know. We are going in for cheese balls right now. Cheese balls are good, man. Knowing uh, him, man, he probably takes uh, extra rolls of toilet paper out of the bathroom. No, I can't do that. They don't let us. They keep them locked. Man, you guys need a, <laughs> you guys need a show. You, they keep the toilet paper. They actually do keep it locked because I would have. There's another thing. Everybody has pilfered. Of course, of, if someone tells you they never have, no, they're lying. I, you know what I, I, I was at a convenience store and I'm getting ready to go golfing. I always carry a roll in my golf bag because you never know. TP's expensive, man, around and, here. And you, and you just you see a another roll sitting on top, and I'm at the convenience store, and but the bathroom is outside, so it's one of the old school. It's not, you know, it's not like I'm walking out trying to steal it and. You know, I, I felt guilty, so I left a buck on there, which the next person who <laughs> uses like, the take bathroom... A, take a roll, leave a roll. Yeah. Like, take the a penny, leave a penny. The next person who uses it going to go, this is the greatest John ever. They're leaving money. <laughs> that that was just for guilt. So I don't want to be a, you know... Oh, I don't leave... I don't, I, I've never left them. I'll just take it. It's mine. Uh, Goodbye. I, I've pilfered no one the knows. food. Like, there was, there was some, uh, like... Someone brought fruit, and I looked, and I said, you know, I saw that fruit in there Friday. It's, it's going to be spoiled by Monday. I'm going to eat it. But then I started thinking, because I get paranoid, what if people are planting, like, x in the fruit, and they know that, you know, Saturday night huge show, Bill is just stealing pop and the fruit out of there, and then I got paranoid, and I couldn't eat the fruit. You can't think that way. You just got to snatch and run. Oh, I can't wait. CBS 48 Hours. Graceffo, you you two need a show. I'm dead serious. Look, I you got you got to talk to some people. You know some people will, in high well, places. You know, Morass is on. He's on the verge of stardom. He crop dusted Ice Cube, all that stuff. We that saw that. About. Yeah, he did that. Right. You know, and he's he's becoming you know authoritative on his Twitter. I think he's feeling the star power, and he's the producer for the DA show on CBS Sports Radio, and he fills in. You'll hear him on weekends on CBS Sports Radio. But you too, Horowitz and Graceffo, need a show. I'm not lying. How much sports would we do on the show? Like any? <laughs> I don't think we'd do any. Okay. All right. Well, here's what I'll say right now. Okay. What have we missed in sports today? Nothing. Oh, hold on. Let's break down Cashner acquired by the Red Sox from the O's. Okay, you know, I'll, I'll tell you about sports at this hour. Okay, it's one ten Eastern time. All right, and half of you won't even remember hearing me today. Is that I'm looking at CBSSports.com, great website. Also, CBS Sports app is a must app. You can listen to CBS Sports Radio on the CBS Sports app. Lawrence expects lots of help in repeat campaign talking about Trevor Lawrence at Clemson. Red Sox acquire Cashner from the O's. Hello, L.A. Davis likes what he sees. Those are your three headlines. Oof. This is the worst sports week of the year every year 
We got the British fail. Open next week, right? You got that, at least. So we'll see what Tiger does at the British Open. And then you have training camps opening up. So we're right. like in this tiny sliver of a window where it's just brutal. No, you're at you're at you're in a at a time where outside of cities like Chicago where the Cubs are starting to heat up or Milwaukee or naturally the Yankees or the Red Sox or the Astros or Los Angeles uh, with the Dodgers, teams that are in it, Minnesota, Minneapolis, what Twins are one of the great stories in baseball. Atlanta's playing good uh, baseball. So wherever there's a, a team playing well right now in Major League Baseball, it's exciting because you're going out to the ballpark, you're enjoying it. You know, Boston, you know, Tampa, what they continue to do, have 14 games over 500. Minnesota, seven-and-a-half game lead over Cleveland. I won't rule Cleveland out just yet. Houston and, and the Oakland. Uh, every year, now, Oakland and Tampa, what they continue to do. So in some cities, you know, but nationally where everyone gets excited, you know, I think tonight we've had some good conversation outside of Graceffo's life story in 10 minutes. I mean, no air conditioning. I appreciate uh, the time. He is basically a five-finger food thief at CBS in New York City. If you and saw my not, paycheck, you would not uh, begrudge me. You guys are six-figure producers, okay? Who told you that lie? Zach Gelb did. Well, I believe that. <laughs> That's true. You guys are rolling. You know, and tonight we've had wonderful conversation about off of the celebration and tribute to Tyler Skeggs of the L.A. Angels last night. Just amazing. And we're asking you your emotional moments, a game, a day, a run by a team. It could be a youth team, high school, college, pro. And then also 10 years from now, what will change in sports? So, Graceffo and Horowitz, I will ask you this before we go to the audience in our next segment. And I'll start with you, Horowitz. The biggest change in Major League Baseball in 2029, 10 years from now, will be what? Two things. They will go to an automated strike zone, and they will change the extra inning rules where you will see a man starting on second base. What they're doing right now in the minors. Exactly. Right? That will, okay. within the next 10 years, that will, will be in the majors. All right. Ten years from now, the biggest change in how NFL games are played. Oof. I would say probably that almost everything is reviewable. They want to take all the controversy out of everything. So we're starting with pass interference. Virtually everything but holding will become reviewable. And I think you're going to get a little what the the Association of American Football did, which I liked. You're going to see a sky judge who will be looking at every play and buzz down. You won't get all these breaks. I, I think I agree with you on that uh, within 10 years, if not sooner. Horowitz, and then we'll get to Graceffo in a moment. Uh, NBA, biggest change 10 years from now? The one and done will be gone completely. Yeah, well, that is, yeah, Where they gonna, can go to the NBA, though. Not, and they're they're the, going to have their G League being more of a true... Because uh, NBA TV, isn't that out of all the networks, when you look at NFL Network, MLB Network, that the NBA TV, with all their partnerships, why they don't grow that G League even more? I right? agree. I agree. But... Okay. I think that you'll you'll see a select few that are able to go straight to the NBA. I say that there'll be a four-pointer in the NBA within 10 years. Four-pointer. 
I do. People would love that. That'd be entertaining to watch. Uh, NHL, 10 years from now, biggest change. You mentioned it. Fighting will be completely outlawed, and I think at some point they'll completely do away with the shootout, and you'll just have a continuous three-on-three until somebody wins the game. You ever think they'll expand the net size? With, with with how big the goaltenders have gotten in I hockey, the the well the the goalies themselves have gotten bigger, but they've done so much to improve scoring. They allowed the two line pass. They shrunk the goalie pads. They put in the Brodeur rule with the trapezoid behind the net. I think the NHL is at a good point uh, in terms of scoring, where I don't I don't think they need to try to incentivize it anymore. Ten years from now, biggest change on the PGA Tour. <laughs> it's minute but I, I'm almost willing to go out on a limb and bet my rent that they will allow shorts on the tour. And I think that you're right, that you're going to see at some point night golf or at the very least more majors uh, or big tournaments out on the West Coast. For the primetime TV. Exactly. Why well, I, I think also bringing the portable lights, I know they've done it like the Battle at Bighorn and a few different things, but you know, bring it in. I think that would be interesting uh, in some courses to – and the temporary lights that they used to put on those college stadiums before pretty much everybody right. now has lights. Uh, Ten years from now, biggest change in MLS soccer in North America. They'll be attracting more stars within 10 years. I think that you're starting to see the game rise a little bit more than it has probably over the, the past 20. It's finally starting to hit its stride, and you'll start seeing some bigger stars from around the world possibly on their last leg, but you'll start seeing more and more of them make their way over to uh, to MLS. All right, Graceffo, who uh, has a lingering odor from no air conditioning and the heat wave in New York City. Ten years from now, James, biggest change in Major League Baseball? Uh, automated strike zone. Ten years, from, ten years from now, biggest change in the NFL? Uh, kickoffs will be gone. And I, I, t- I went back and forth on that, but I think it – they That's will a be good gone. One. I believe that they want to, the player safety thing is so strong with them, and it's the most dangerous play in the game. Kickoffs will be gone. Ten years from now, the biggest thing we'll notice about changes in the NBA. Uh, you'll see more things reviewable. I know they just passed the coaches' challenge rule this week, but you'll see more things reviewable throughout the game. I believe. Well said. Ten years from now, biggest change in the NHL. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, I would agree with Ben. I would like to see a three a three on three overtime last a longer period and get rid of the shootout. I I think Ben is is right on with that. Ten years from now, uh, biggest change in pro golf. Uh, don't know. I'm gonna leave that one to you two. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're welcome. When was the last time you ever played golf? Uh, mini golf. Uh, probably 15 years ago. Okay. Well. Yeah. I won't. Yeah. Um, I don't get, get out a lot, Bill. Yeah, I know. Well, I know. We'll take them out next time you're in the area, Bill. I would think with no air conditioning, I'd be out of my house 24-7. Can I just like watch you guys play golf and like follow you along and drink the whole time? That'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's called a stalker. Good. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean, that's, that, that's what you want to call it. That's fair. James is the uh, the guy in the woods that Shooter McGavin hires in Happy Gilmore. That's I call it a friend, but uh, you, call, you call it a stalker. That's great. This could end up being a movie where all of a sudden we get hurt and like what, Dangerfield and Caddyshack, and James comes in, <laughs> and it's a cross between Caddyshack and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> and James plays himself, and he, he with no air conditioning and and the water issues, he hasn't showered for three days before the golf event.
I got a lot of Irish Spring in the uh, in stock right now. James right. is happy. So happy Gilmore's good. caddy. That's, right. ten, that's ten years. Ten years, James. Uh, from now, the biggest change in soccer, pro soccer in America. Uh, I would hope it would get more eyeballs on it. Uh, I don't know. If that's not necessarily a change within the game. Um, I would think, like Ben said, I think there would be more stars attracted to it because people will have a generation that's grown up with the MLS. Well said, boy. James knocked it out of the park. Well done, Horowitz, to the audience. Uh, you can answer those same questions. one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news, there's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. Huge questions of the night. we got a couple of segments left together. Most emotional game moment for you that you've experienced as a sports fan, youth to high school to college to pros, off of what we all witnessed last night in Los Angeles, or actually Orange County, with the L.A. Angels before, during, and after that tribute game to the late Tyler Skuggs. You tell me. One eight five five two one two four CBS. Let's go out to the audience uh, right now on Twitter at Saturday Huge. As my phone stops right while I'm getting ready. Now we'll go to Mark in Arizona first, and then we'll hit the tweets. How you doing, Mark? Hey, I'm doing all right. Actually, I wanted to bring up about the rule changes. Yes, go ahead, buddy. Yeah, both of them um, I had to do with the NFL, and I honestly think they should be doing them now, but hopefully within 10 years. But I think the pass interference rule is too punitive. I think, for instance, if it's a 50-yard pass interference call, it should be only you should only get half. So it would be 25 yards with a minimum being 15. So anything over 30, you would get half. Anything under 30, you're going to get 15 at the minimum. Anything over 30, you should get half. I think it's too punitive. You know, you got these guys, quarterbacks, throwing 60-yard bombs and passing interference. They're getting 60-yard plays, knowing that they're just going to get that. And I think that should change. And I agree with thing, that. I don't know why they don't do it. Is on replays in all sports, actually, is – Maybe it would be easier if they just did the replays and only did the replays at full speed because that's the way they see the game anyway. Instead of breaking it down and seeing a thousand frames a second and picking every little part of every fingertip that goes off the ball, for instance, in basketball, if they just watch it in full speed, if you can't see it in full speed, then just stick with the call on the field. That's how they see the game anyway. Why do we have to slow it down to make calls? You know, it's interesting, Mark, and thanks for the call in Arizona is that most of the debate about changes in sports, uh, baseball and so many reviews, NFL, so many reviews, NBA adding reviews, uh, soccer, the VAR that we witnessed in the World Cup, hockey. You know, hockey, hockey does it right. Theirs seems swift and fast. 
It, it really, the way they do it. You know, PGA has even introduced, you know, the rules official who will be there and uh, review it, but they don't have a, a review center. They they do monitor everything. You know, people can call in, and I don't think they allow that anymore. That was, I think, one of the changes uh, with the PGA Tour. Yeah, my phone's working again. It, it, I'm so dependent on the phone for everything I do with this show, right? I have my iPhone X, and everything's there. Music's playing. The thing starts resetting on its own. Uh, we also talked about the emotional tribute to Tyler Skeggs uh, last night. And from the combined no-hitter, which, by the way, uh, the last MLB combined no-hitter thrown in the state of California was on the day Tyler Skeggs was born in California. Tyler Skeggs' mother throws that first pitch. Angels throw the no-hitter. Trout hits home run. 454 feet, Skeggs Ward, number 45, franchise's 11th no-hitter. Skeggs Ward, number 11 in high school, scores seven runs in the first 13 runs total. Skeggs' birthday was Saturday, July 13th, still July 13th out on the West Coast. That was just one of the most amazing nights I've ever seen in sports. So that ties into our emotional nights, days, games, for you, you can join us one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter and also Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go to James in Baltimore. Thanks for the wait, and you're on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, sir. Great to have you on. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I've been cursed like rooting for loser teams, like my dad. Raised me to be a Mets, Jets, Knicks, and Islanders fan. So I've nothing but bad teams. Luckily for me, he's a graduate of Villanova University, and I'm a huge Villanova Wildcats basketball fan. And that 2016 championship, like nothing compared to the Tyler Skaggs thing, whatever. But like that was that made me emotional. The fact that I finally saw one of my teams win a championship. It, I mean, people who say sports don't matter that. That really meant something to me and my whole family. That's cool, James. Well, thanks for sharing that story in Baltimore. AJ in Detroit. Uh, we'll go to AJ listening on ninety-seven one. The ticket here on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Good evening, sir. How you doing, AJ? I, good. I too am a Mets, Jets, Knicks, Islanders fan, and living a lifetime of misery. But the most emotional sporting event for me is is easily Mike Piazza's three-run homer. Uh, you know, a couple weeks, week or so after nine eleven how everyone's wearing the FDNY hats and the NYPD hats. and I put put the city and the state and the country on his shoulders in that one swing. Thank you, AJ. In Detroit, 97 won the ticket. is one of the great sports radio stations in America. If you want to join us during our final segment, 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. Tweets at Saturday Huge on Twitter, Saturday Night Huge Show. You can like us on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Bill Huge Simonson. Tomorrow at 5 Eastern, or actually it would be today at 5 Eastern to Pacific, CBS Sports Network brings you tennis like you've never seen it before. Don't miss this action-packed mixed-gender showdown between San Diego and New York. 
It's World Team Tennis on the 24-hour home of CBS Sports. Graceffo and Horowitz are back at CBS Sports Radio Hub in New York City. Last 10 minutes, we've heard that all the power has been restored, so Graceffo can go back to his air-conditioned-less apartment. And the J-Lo concert uh, was canceled. And last night, I saw the Carly Lloyd tweet somebody just shared with me where she got a lap dance from J-Lo and her dancers on stage last night. Tonight's show is canceled. And you said the Broadway plays were all canceled because of the power outage and the cast all went out in the streets of New York and started singing? Horowitz, is Most that of them, yeah. I, I just noticed it on my Twitter moments. Hamilton, a bunch of the musicals, they were either out in the street or, or singing out of windows. That's awesome. Yep. That's fantastic. And Carly Lloyd... Now, we are looking into reports that maybe A-Rod just pulled the plug on another night (laughs) (laughs) and just said, A-Rod, you know what, is this a substation? I'm just pulling it, this transformer. No way. James and I are starting our training tomorrow so that we can win a World Cup. Oh, World Series or World Cup. That's it. That's how Carly Lloyd, when I told Horowitz and Graceffo, hey, somebody just, uh, somehow this was on my timeline. Yeah, somehow. I don't know how it got there. Uh, <laughs> it was it was just on my timeline. J Lo and Carly Lloyd says, "Hey, first time for everything." Getting a lab da- is that at Madison Square Garden? I assume, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, or 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 Barclays Center, one of the two. It would be, but wow, yeah, that's amazing, man. That's unbelievable. J Lo, Carly Lloyd, just said nothing. It wasn't. You know, it, it was just dancing, and there's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. I, I just, I'd like to be A Rod in his suite there watching it, just talking with him. Going, A Rod, how you doing? Is that J Lo doing a lab dance for Carly Lloyd? You have any issues with it? I don't. You can join in this one final segment together, one eight five five two one two four cbs That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Let's go to Matt in Green Bay here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, how's it going tonight? Hey, Matt. Uh, I wanted to kind of touch on, uh, like, the most emotional moments in sports. Um, and the one that kind of hit with me every time is uh, – uh, David Ortiz's very emotional speech after the uh, Boston Marathon bombing um, and just how he rallied that whole city. And uh, it, it really was an amazing speech to watch. And just the, the sheer emotion from that crowd that that day was just unbelievable. And after hearing about all the tragedy, but all the people coming together throughout the throughout those days and maybe it was a week, beforehand but just you know just to hear david ortiz basically stick it to that stick it to those people and then just really let boston know that he had them uh, it, it really was an amazing thing thank you matt appreciate you listening on this saturday night in green bay wisconsin jim in pennsylvania you're on cbs sports radio hey thanks a lot for taking my call huge really appreciate it no problem buddy i appreciate you listening 
make it quick. Uh, one of my moments is uh, more obscure compared to the Ortiz's and the Brett Favre's and all these great moments. Uh, it was actually my first ever Penn State football game back in the year 2000, I believe. Um, what happened was uh, the week before the game I was at, they had a freshman uh, safety named Adam Telefero, who was actually suffered a spinal cord injury in the game against Ohio State. And moments after the injury and being taken off the field, uh, reports were that it was going to be very similar to Daryl Stingley and Mike Utley, just an incident that would affect him for the rest of his life and never being able to walk again. That next week with uh, the whole university and the whole town before the game, you know, prayer cards, just flowers, just uh, Penn State went on to play and beat uh, a Purdue team, which went on to, I believe, play in the Rose Bowl that year. Penn State didn't do much that season at all. I think they missed, uh, I don't think they even made a bowl game, but, you know, just the, the whole community came together for him. And from that injury 18 years ago, he has since gone on to walk again, graduate from school, graduate from law school, and become a General Assembly member of the state of New Jersey. Just one of the moments that really stands out to me. Thank yeah, you, thank you Jim. Uh, thanks for sharing that on the Saturday night. Let's travel to Chicago and Ricardo is listening on AM670, The Score. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, how's it going? Thank you so much for giving me a call. So I'm on the younger side here, 26, and uh, mine is when the Cubs won the World Series for the first time in 100-plus years, and it was three generations watching that game um, and so many many emotional moments uh, during that day, coming up to that day, and afterwards was just absolutely surreal to see my grandfather who waited, uh, you know, 70 plus years, 80 plus years to, to uh, watch the Cubs win a world series was the most amazing feeling in the world. Just seeing him so happy. Well, Ricardo, uh, enjoy the Cubs and we'll see they're playing some good baseball right now. And also AM 670, the score in Chicago, your radio home for Cubs baseball. Let's go to Javi also in Chicago. You're on CBS sports radio. Hey, what's going on, Huge? How you doing, man? Doing good, Javi. How you doing? Okay, I used to listen to you when you were up here in Chicago years ago, man. So I'm, yeah, I'm back in the day with Sweet Lou Canellis, who's on uh, the local Fox affiliate doing sports. Awesome, you man. Got it, man. I'm glad to still hear you on the air, man. Um, but uh, just real quickly, that guy, uh, Ricardo, stole my thunder a little bit because um, my, yes, emotions when the Cubs won the World Series, but also w- one of the biggest um, – scares I had ever in sports was when Chapman gave up the home run to tie the game. I literally almost had a heart attack um, when that happened, and I'm sure Chicago did too, but uh, that was all all rolled into one game, so it was the biggest and most uh, emotional, and uh, I'll keep listening to you, Huge. You're great, man. Yeah, thanks, Javi. In Chicago, listening on AM670, uh, the score, yeah, I was in Chicago, what, uh, 98 to 2001. It was awesome. Live downtown in a high-rise. What a great city. Uh, we're blessed, you know, in Boston, New York City, Chicago. Just some great, you know, where the downtowns just rock. It's amazing. That was an awesome three years. And Luke Canellis. Uh, you see him on, I think, is it Fox 32 in Chicago as my broadcast partner? Adam Delavitt, I think, moved on to be a program director, was our producer. Almost as good as Horowitz and Graceffo. Uh, some tweets coming in. The Stambaugh tweets 
Whenever I have the chance to take my future kids to a game, I would like baseball to resemble the type of game that my father took me to. See, I'd say baseball seems to be a little desperate with so much being thrown out there. I think they're worried. And the only sport that they probably fear is MLS soccer. And I made one of my predictions. I I think soccer could push for the number two sport in America, at least top three attendance and TV ratings 10 years from now. Nothing will supplant the NFL. Nothing. So thank you, Stamba, for that tweet. A wise beyond my years tweets. Oh, the balls can't be juiced. I love baseball too much. Stop it. Add a huge show. MLB freaking owns Rawlings, and we're hitting more homers than the damn Roids era. You lost everyone when you said that you don't believe in juice balls. That's blind Homer talking. That is wise beyond my years. Okay, then why wasn't the All-Star game 12 to 10? Why? Mm, Because there was good pitching on both sides. Look at, you know, and again, I don't, you know, I can't look at the Astros and you can't look at like 10 teams. All right. I'd like to, you know, Horowitz, I don't know, not now. And I know Graceffo works over at MLB.com. I'd be curious to see how many home runs were hit off good pitchers, right? Out of this HR barrage we have in the game right now this year. How many are off good pitchers with well, a pit, pitcher below like a three ERA? I agree, and I was going to ask you what what would you use to justify a good pitcher? But I mean, the fact they're on a wild pace, a wild pace with home runs. So it's good pitchers, it's bad pitchers. It, they're just mashing. Balls it's small ballparks though, too, and we got these guys who are training now. You're around like they're Navy SEALs. Okay, no, I don't disagree, but the ballparks have been the same. I mean, they set the record in two years ago. The pitching stinks in, in on most teams. It does. It stinks. I'm 57, and with my incredible bat speed, I still could probably hit 260. Manford all but admitted the balls were juiced, though. And he used the excuse, well, we're not the ones making the balls. Well, actually, yeah, you are. You own Rawlings. Right. So it's no secret. The pitchers say it. A lot of the batters say it. Manford all but admitted it. I mean, it's just a fact. All right. Uh, It's like old school golf balls versus new school golf balls, right? I don't disagree, but that... That's completely different because on the tour, you're allowed to play with whatever ball you want. In Major League Baseball, there's one ball. They provide it. Well, you know, well, hey, let, let Brady use whatever footballs he wants to. Well, now. We got, don't get Graceffo going. We got two, I know. Don't I got, get him going. We got two minutes I was left. Say, I we got need... two minutes left. James is banging his head. The phone lines are going to light up. Thanks We're not going to. I, I support uh, Thomas Jackson, Jeffrey Brady. I support him. One hundred percent. Now I just okay. Then why why didn't we have twelve ten score in the All Star game if the balls are juiced? Because you have some of the best pitchers in the game, and and right now you have guys that are hitting home runs or bust. Strikeouts are through the roof too. 
You know, and all the analytics out there, and I'm curious, and we, we don't have time to, to do it now, all the analytics out there about this and the juice balls debate naturally with MLB front and center with All-Star Week and returning to action, I wonder what the percentage of homers, like what is the average ERA, right, for for all the analytics who are out there now in the game, fans and in front offices, what uh, the average ERA, the percentage of homers hit, right? Because that would tell you something. Is it bad pitching? Is it juice baseballs? Is it a little bit of both? And do I care? Do I care? I mean, I we you look at the scoreboard tonight in Major League Baseball. Reds Rockies, ten nine in the sixth. That's in Denver. Blue Jays beat the Yankees two one. Yankees had eight hits, couldn't get anybody home. 2-1 final with the Orioles and the Rays. 10-4 Cubs, it's Wrigley. Who knows with the wind blowing out. 13-2 with the White Sox and the A's. White Sox have horrible pitching. 4-2 Mets Marlins, right? 12-4 Rays, Orioles. 6-2 Twins, Indians. 4-3 Nationals, Phillies. 4-2 Cardinals, D-backs. 4-1 Royals-Tigers. Case closed. No juice. Want to thank Horowitz, Graceffo, you the audience. Remember 24-7. You can drop your huge opinions. At Saturday Huge on Facebook. Stick around. Zach Gelb is next.